0: Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is The Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to The Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, And I am very tempted to welcome you by saying, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. So if you haven't watched Tiger King, you have to. It is a cultural phenomenon. And um, for what it's worth, I'm Team Carol and nobody agrees with me and that's totally okay. But I think that she cares about the cats and that's what's most important to me. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, get yourself a Netflix account and you will soon find out. So, we've got a lot going on this week and so I want to dive right into it. We have been experiencing something that is historic. We are sitting on the edge of history right now. And from astrological perspective, it's not surprising because we have so many big 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 conjunctions this year. We kicked off the year with Saturn and Pluto coming together ending a 36 year transit, beginning a new 36 year transit. We're ending 2020. In December, we're going to have Saturn and Jupiter coming together. And that is a 20 year cycle that will be ending and beginning. It will also be creating a beginning of a 200 year cycle of Saturn and Jupiter meeting in air signs. And so I'm mentioning that today, because while the early portion of this year And also, the latter portion of the year is really dictated a lot by Capricorn energy. There's a whole lot of Aquarian energy going on right now in the middle portion of the year, and it will be a preview of all that Aquarian energy that is coming at the very end of this year and heralding our way into 2021. So, it's really interesting because, from an astrological perspective, I'm going to get a little geeky here. Traditionally, so old time astrology, Saturn rules both Capricorn and Aquarius. In modern day astrology, Uranus rules Aquarius. So Saturn likes to be in both places. Recently, if you've been listening week to week, you know that Saturn very recently moved from a Capricorn where he was hanging out for all said and done about three years and moved into Aquarius, he is going to be in Aquarius for a few months, and then he's going to move dip back into Capricorn for a few months before he comes back to Aquarius for a good long while. Now, I'm sharing that with you because Saturn likes to be in both places, but he does manifest differently in both places. But there is a distinct Aquarian energy to what's going on this year. And Aquarius, if you are unfamiliar or you want a little refresh, Aquarius is all about the collective, humanity, doing what's right for the whole, not the individual. Aquarians also have a reputation for being a little bit cool and detached, but they care deeply, especially about issues that are important to them, especially about people who are disenfranchised or not getting a fair shake. Aquarians are particularly, similar to Libra people, they are particularly interested in equality for all. So with this Aquarian energy comes a sense of revolution, because Aquarius is also the sign of revolution. It's also the sign of science and technology and astrology, and our our hopes and our ideals for the future. It's futuristic thinking. So this is a really interesting time to consider all of those themes. While it is no longer Aquarius season, we are in the season of, because we passed Aquarius a while ago, um, we're in the season of Aries. There's an Aquarian flair to what's going on right now. So Mars, which is the ruling planet of Aries, moved into Aquarius on Monday. So I'm recording this on Tuesday, March 31st. But Mars moved into Aquarius yesterday. Now, Saturn just moved into Aquarius very recently. So what's going to happen today? Mars and Saturn are getting together in Aquarius. So they're both of those beginning degrees of Aquarius. And this means that we're having a lot of frustration. And you're seeing it in positive ways and negative ways. So Mars and Saturn coming together, it has positive and negative attributes, but it can feel very frustrating. And right now our feelings are at the forefront because Mercury is still in Pisces. I know I feel like I've been saying that for a year, <laughs> but Mercury has been in Pisces for an extra long time. So because we had a retrograde there, the good news is that Mercury just cleared its shadow from its retrograde journey. So we are officially clear of all Mercury retrograde madness. And Mercury is speeding through those last degrees of Pisces and on April 11th will move into Aries finally. Thank you. So that is something to look forward to. But what's interesting right now is that because Mercury is still in Pisces, our mental capacity is very much being driven by our feelings. And it's really interesting because I've been seeing so many of these emails go out from different companies and things about what's going on in the world right now. And so much of it is driven by feeling and emotion. And rightfully so, because we are in, you know, unprecedented in our lifetime tragic occurrence. But we are really thinking with our emotions right now, we're not necessarily thinking so much from a place of distance. And so Aquarius is really helpful in giving us that perspective and giving us that distance and helping us find the big picture elements of what's going on. And I always feel like, Aquarius and Sagittarius both share that. They both share that energy of being able to take it in from a bird's eye view. So I'm actually really happy to have this Aquarian energy come into play right now because I think it's going to give us a little bit of separation Not in the sense that we can actually, we can't emotionally separate from what's going on right now at all, but to give us a little bit of perspective and maybe take in some of the more historical perspectives. So, one of the things that you can do right now that I think is really, in a way, comforting is to look at the historical perspectives of how our country and world has fared through the world wars, how it's fared through the Spanish flu, other pandemics. There's lots of historical context to comfort us in knowing that by and large, we will get through this and we will actually will be new and different people on the other side of this, right? And all of this Aquarian energy is here to actually help us make an even better society. It's here to help us really co-create something that's is more fair and more equal for all of us. So with that said, Mars and Saturn are getting together in Aquarius today as I speak. And this is an energy Mars and Saturn only get together every two years. So this is a moment in time where people can often feel frustrated. You might feel like, I always explain it like this, Mars and Saturn together It can feel like you've got your foot on the gas, but you're not going, and you can't figure out why you're not going, and then you realize the parking brake is still on. So it's almost like there's this safety that's there to hold you back from ramming yourself into the door, or going faster than you need to, or whatever the the metaphor is that you want to use. So there's a safety there. There's a safety on right now. So you're not going as fast as maybe you want to. But that's not really a bad thing because it's giving you an opportunity to be really clear with what you're doing. So Mars is impulsive. Mars likes to go and Saturn likes to confine and constrain and to make sure that things are done well, that they're not just getting done, but they're getting done well. And so when Mars and Saturn get together, Mars is like, hey, I want to go, I want to make the decision, I want to do the thing. And Saturn is like, well, let's just make sure it's right first. And so that's kind of the energy of what's going on. And that can be really frustrating. On the other hand, Saturn helps Mars sustain the energy. So if you are working on something, you might find that you actually are able to sustain the energy you need to see the project through to the end. And that is sort of the energy that we're having to invoke right now. Because you know, at the beginning of all of this, we were saying, oh, well, it's going to be two weeks, maybe it'll be four weeks. Now it's like, is it going to be till the end of April? Is it going to be May? Right now we're only really can see April. So we're not really worrying about May, but it's looking like it's going to be longer than any of us anticipated. Right? So we're having to use what like really invoke that energy of Mars and Saturn, finding that discipline of keeping our energy positive and up, but also not burning ourselves out. So I've been seeing a lot of people start to shift their business to online and make these decisions. And there was a lot of like, um, oh my God, I have to do classes on Instagram and I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to change everything. Now we're in that place of like, okay, what's the right decision? What can I do to sustain my energy? What are we looking at for the long haul? There's a sort of soberness to Mars and Saturn coming together. So the other thing I wanted to mention is that all this Aquarian energy is making us much more interested in the people in our society that are essential. So not only hospital workers and the police officers and the first responders, but we're also really looking at the people that are working in the grocery store and the supply chain for our food. And we're looking at the people who are driving the delivery trucks and working in Amazon warehouses. And so you may have heard if you're reading the news as I am every day, well, I always do. So it's not new to me. So if you are a person that doesn't read the news, because it stresses you out, I totally get it. But right now there's a lot going on with, um, there's a man in Staten Island who worked in an Amazon warehouse, and he was fired because he brought to everyone's attention that there was someone who was tested positive for coronavirus last week and they did not shut down the warehouse and he's demanding that they shut it down and do a deep clean and make sure everybody is healthy before they go back to work and these are, you know, all in all for most of us seem like really reasonable requests and this man got fired so now the city is looking into it and de Blasio is doing an investigation and not to give you like the New York Times report on what's going on here. But the reason I'm telling you this story is because this is an example of Mars and Saturn getting together in Aquarius. This is about protecting the people. This is about looking out for the collective over the individual. Whereas, you know, a few months ago at Christmas, everybody wanted their cheap goods real fast overnight. Now we're much more concerned with what is the toll that it's taking on the workers who are in these facilities getting our packages to us. And so Saturn Aquarius is going to start to bring a lot more of that conversation to the surface. Mars and Saturn together, Mars and Aquarius is a little bit like power to the people. And, you know, Saturn there is really like oh, let's look at the structure of this and how does this work and how can we make it right and how can we make it work better? So I really do feel that this is an amazing opportunity and that we are having our eyes opened if they were not already. I know many of us, we had our eyes open, but as a collective, we are having our collective eyes open to a lot of the inequalities in our society that people like me can stay home and record podcasts um, and do our work from the comfort and safety of our clean home. And other people have to show up for work every week and are in some cases working double shifts because they are essential workers, but not necessarily being as applauded by society or as valued or paid as well as they should be. So these are some Aquarian ideals and some Aquarian values that are going to be part of our collective consciousness over the next few months as Saturn hangs out here. And in the next six weeks as Mars hangs out here. And I talked a lot more about that than I anticipated to you, but I think it's something important. So I'm glad we did. So I know that you're sitting at home thinking to yourself, I can't wait until I get back to yoga but you don't have to wait because I created the online yoga club. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as well as Sunday, we meet at 5 45 PM Eastern time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we do a one hour flow class. And on Sundays we do restorative and meditation. I teach all the classes via zoom and you get recordings of all the classes afterward. It's an unlimited membership for $62 a month, but the real benefit is that you not only get to come to class with me and I get to see you, but you also get a bunch of new friends that you get to hang out with four nights a week. So I hope you'll join us in the online yoga club. You can head on over to my website, veronicaparetti.com slash yoga and get all the details. So use this energy early in this week while you might be feeling frustrated, while you might be feeling like, oh my God, I just want to get out of the house already. See if you can lean into Saturn to help you sustain that energy and do something productive with it. It's a great week to set a routine for yourself. You know, this isn't ending anytime soon. So really, really, it's a great, great time. Mars and Saturn together is a great time to find that internal motivation to figure out a routine for yourself. Maybe it's that you wake up at X time, you do your yoga practice 1st then you have your breakfast, then you open your laptop, you know, if you're burned out by opening the news first, maybe this is a great opportunity to take the phone, put it in the kitchen, don't look at it until after you've woken up done your yoga practice and are making your coffee or whatever it is for you, right. But I find that this is a really, really phenomenal time to start to put those habits into place that maybe in the back of your mind, you're like, Oh, I know Ariana Huffington says that I should take the phone out of the bedroom. But Yeah, I really like scrolling Twitter before I go to sleep. You know, this is a great time to start to look at some of those habits and start to embrace some of the discipline and drive that you need to actually put those habits into place and Mars and Saturn in Aquarius will help you. While Aquarians love rebellion, they also like systems because Aquarius is a fixed sign. So they do like to sustain their energy. They do like to be in things for the long haul. One of the Aquarians I know has one of the most devoted yoga practices of anyone I know. So that's also a very, a wonderful Aquarian attribute. Okay. So today we've got that Mars Saturn conjunction. Tomorrow we have the first quarter of the moon and the moon is waxing right now because we had a new moon last week. So the moon is growing in strength and in light And so tomorrow we will have, on Wednesday rather, because you might not be listening to this today, on Wednesday, April 1st, April Fool's Day, we will have the first quarter moon. And so the first quarter moon will be in Cancer. So the moon is in Cancer, as I'm speaking. And that means that the sun and the moon are squaring one another. And this is often the time in the moon cycle where you start to take whatever you're working on and you push it out into the world. And so this might be a good time for you to start to do that, to start to push out what you're working on into the world. That's on Wednesday, April 1st. April 2nd, the moon is going to be in Cancer the early part of the day, opposing Jupiter and Pluto. Then the moon is going to move into Leo and oppose Saturn and Mars. So on Thursday... Just pay attention to how you're feeling there's going to be a big shift from cancer, that desire to stay at home and be nurtured, and then moving into Leo, the desire to shine and be on the stage. Well, they're opposing some big planets with a lot of action happening. So you might be feeling that energy of Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, Mars. They're just they're, You might be really tapped into all of that energy, both Capricorn and Aquarian Aquarius housing those planets right now. So just pay attention to how you're feeling on Thursday as the moon opposes all those big guys. Okay. On Friday, Venus is moving into Gemini. So one of the other big themes of the week is air. So we talked a lot about Aquarius. That is an air sign. We also have Venus moving into Gemini. Now, Venus in Gemini is incredibly social. She loves to have a good time. She likes to chit chat. So once Venus moves into Gemini on Friday afternoon, you're going to want to make sure that you have plenty of phone calls scheduled with your girlfriends, Zoom happy hours, all of that stuff. You're really going to crave that social connection once again when Venus goes into Gemini. The same day Venus goes into Gemini, we're going to have Mercury conjunct Neptune. This is interesting. So because Mercury has now left its shadow from the retrograde, an astrologer would assume that we're going to have more clarity. And I think we already do have a lot of clarity. I think that a lot of things that were questions for us in our life have been answered because things that were happening for us are not happening now. Things that were, you know, we were deciding on, do I want to go here or go there? Do I want to do this or do that? Those decisions were made for us. So in a lot of ways, what's going on in the world is really giving us a sense of clarity and definitiveness that perhaps we did not have when Mercury was in retrograde or where Mercury was retrograde in Pisces, I should say, because Mercury in retrograde is actually not a phrase, even though everyone uses it, it's an incorrect phrase. So the point of the matter is that you would think we would be experiencing a little bit more clarity. And I do think that we, we are already, but we're going to have Mercury and Neptune come together on Friday at 9.15 PM. Mercury and Neptune coming together in the sign of Pisces is definitely a recipe for some haze, some confusion. But it's also a recipe for feeling aligned with your spirit. We talked a lot about these same themes back on March 8th when the sun and Neptune came into conjunction. They came into a big meetup in the sky. And when the sun and Neptune came together, I had said, oh, this is a great time for creativity. Go for a walk, enjoy nature. You might not be feeling though there's a lot of clarity right now, but you'll experience some clarity soon. But in the meantime, really tap into the spirit All of that is accurate. I do think we're experiencing a lot more clarity than we were on March 8th, but there's a sense of unknown right now and you can't deny that. We are all living in a state of unknown at this moment. I do think that this is a week with Mars and Saturn coming together that's sort of like shifting us into our new normal or our normal for now, I should say. And with that said, you might be experiencing some haze, some confusion, some anxiety on Friday when Mercury and Neptune got together. But I think even more than that, you're probably going to experience a desire to daydream and meditate and go for a long walk and listen to the birds sing and take a bath and do all those things that really make you feel in touch with your soul, in touch with the part of you that is always there, that is eternal. So we also have a long void moon that day. So that basically means the moon is asleep. And so when the moon is sleeping, we should be sleeping too. So allow yourself to really sit back on Friday. If you can take the day off and just allow yourself to be in that daydreamy space, that will be perfect. On Saturday, Venus is going to try and Saturn. And so when Venus trines Saturn, this is incredibly harmonious for our relationships. So if you've been sitting at home and really on the just at wits end with your partner. Saturday is a great day to plan a little date night in because we are going to have a lot more harmony in our relationships with our families, with our partners, with our friends on Saturday. And that Venus trine Saturn, that's a really nice aspect in general. What's extra nice about it? It's going to help soften the other aspect that's happening that day which again, like Mars, Saturn can go either way. So on Saturday, Jupiter and Pluto are going to get together. Now, this is a big thing because Jupiter and Pluto are meeting up together three times this year. So this is sort of like the aspect of the year in a lot of ways. Again, I told you this year is a big year. Astrologers have been talking about it for years and years and years, decades and decades. 2020 is coming big, big, big conjunctions, big, big, big aspects. Big, big, big cycles. So, Jupiter and Pluto are going to get together three times this year. This is not a small thing, but there is a story unraveling here for us, a story being told. And Jupiter expands things. Whatever it touches, it makes bigger. Pluto is secrets, Pluto is death, Pluto is transformation. So, I would be remiss not to assume that things were probably, we're probably going to see a good deal more deaths come out this weekend with everything going on, but that's to be expected from a science perspective as well as an astrological perspective. But I also think there's a good amount of transformation to be had. And so don't be asleep with these transits. Don't fall asleep To what's going on in your life right now. This is an incredible opportunity for you to really step into your power in a way that you maybe never even knew was available to you. Because while Pluto rules death and transformation and secrets, it also rules power. It is the planet of power. So while Mars and Pluto kind of share that, but Pluto really, that power that we all have, we're just often scared to step into it. So Jupiter is really giving us a little bit of help in stepping into that power that maybe we've been scared of possessing before. So pay attention to how you're feeling on Saturday. On Sunday, so the moon is going to go into Virgo on Saturday, and the moon's going to be in Virgo all day Sunday. I think Sunday is a great day to do the cleaning. If you've been letting your house get out of control or you have a closet that you've been dying to get to, if you're one of those people that's like, I'm going to come Mari while I'm quarantined. Sunday is a great day to let that Virgo moon inspire you to get your house in order. Monday, the moon is going to trine Jupiter and Pluto early in the morning. So that's going to be a really productive early morning on Monday. So we're talking about next Monday. So that is going to be Monday the 6th. It's going to be a very productive morning when the moon is in conversation with Jupiter and Pluto. And then we're going to have void, of course, and the moon's going to go into Libra later in the day. So later in the day, the moon goes into Libra and trines Saturn, as well as Mars and Venus. Lots of air, lots of thinking, lots of creativity. Libra loves everything having to do with art and design and beauty and working together and partnership. So we have some really nice moons this week to get some nice creative stuff done and while there's some frustration, there's also a lot of creativity. You know, it's really interesting. There's so much air, even though it doesn't feel like it. It feels like the energy of the times is very heavy, but we're coming into a lot more air. And that gives us a lot more ability to think logically and step out of the muck of being in our emotions, but really be creative with our minds. And so I think that that's a really positive shift. On Tuesday, Mars is going to square Uranus. This can make us very impulsive. It's also the day of the full moon in Libra. And Mercury is going to be having a nice chat with um, Pluto and Jupiter. So this could be a big day for some inspired transformation, for some inspired action. The full moon in Libra is comes every Aries season, and it is definitely going to shine a light on our partnerships and that Mars square Uranus might make us a little bit impulsive, a little bit hot-tempered. And so just be careful that you don't take that out on your partner with the full moon and Libra, because full moon and Libra is all about partnership. Later next week, Mercury is going to move into Aries. That's going to be April 11th. So something good and fun to look forward to. That is your forecast for the week. I hope it was useful. Please remember that this week, While you might be feeling a little bit frustrated, a little bit stuck, a little bit confined and hindered, this is a wonderful time to be using your mind for creative pursuits. You might feel at times like, I can think it, why can't I do it? This is Mars and Saturn. This is what it is. But I promise that the seeds that you're planting right now are going to blossom and bloom as we move toward further into spring and toward the summer And the most amazing thing about astrology is that it reminds us that everything is temporary. Nothing is permanent. All of these aspects, all of these moments, they are all temporary and they are all here to help us grow and evolve on our soul's path. So as always, you know that the planets are here to help you and you always have free will and you can dictate your own fate. So whatever the planets are doing, at the end of the day, you are the one that has the power. So I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful week. I will see you or talk to you next week. If you're a podcast listener and you are so moved, I would so appreciate you rating and reviewing the podcast. And um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Lots of love. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapretty.com/slash-membership. You'll find all the details there. For $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month, and also get an exclusive bonus Astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty, same name, no spaces. See you next week.